Ah, delicious. I'm drinking Diet Mountain Dew. I don't, I don't drink the... Diet uh, Mountain Dew? I'm trying to cut sugar out of my life as much as possible. I mean, I know it's still bad, but it's a little less bad, at least in my mind. Okay. Let's do this. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Whew. Hello, world. Welcome back to the Flores and Friends podcast. We took a break in between last episode and this one because there was nothing really I really wanted to talk about. But I'm really, really excited about today's episode. It might be a two-parter. We'll see. We'll, uh, we'll see how we feel uh, after this one goes up. But I, uh, before I go any further, I want to welcome back my brothers from other mothers, Anthony Kaw Jenkins. So, uh, and uh, I was about to say a joke. Nothing came to me. Anyway, uh, I saw your Boston Celtics shirt, and I was like, I should make a joke about that, but we'll we'll get to that. And, of course, the esteemed frequent guest on the pod, Stephen Vastola, who I promise promise will be getting his own solo episode down the line. And, Kuh, I have a specific episode in mind with you. I want to do an album-by-album pod on Drake's albums, his entire – we could do like an hour and a half on that right there. We could talk about our favorites. Yeah. But that's uh, that's coming down the pike. Anyway, welcome back to the pod, guys. Steven, this is your second time on this year. Anthony, this is your first time on this year. Steven, we caught up a little bit on the episode we did with Morgan. So, Kuh, what has this pandemic been like for you, man? We haven't really talked about it on the pod. Um, it hasn't. I, I don't feel like it's changed my life much, uh-huh. to be honest. I mean, I'm, I'm, it canceled some trips, which, I mean... Like I mean, not a big deal. That's triplas. I mean, but it didn't put me out of work. Still worked every day. No hours changed for me. Uh, nobody in my immediate family or family in general was really affected by it. I mean, I had my dad had it, but he he overcame it uh, not too long ago. I don't think I've been in contact personally with anybody that had it. I mean, I had a scare at one point in time where I thought I did, and I sat out of work for a week. But I mean, my test came back negative. So, I mean, other than that, I mean, it's just been a regular day in the office and nothing, nothing has changed other than the places that I would go to normally. I, I'm, I'm forced to sit in the house more, basically. You know, I but, saw that you, you uh, a while back ago, you went to the beach, man. What was that like? What's traveling like these days or going on vacation like these days? Well, uh, when I was at the beach all last week, I was at the beach. The first week in September, mm-hmm. uh, surprisingly, everybody's just, you know, the same. You would think that it would be empty. Mm-hmm. I mean, we distance as much as possible. You know, we disinfect the places that we stayed. I mean, but everybody pretty much has the same mindset. I think people are just stir crazy. They want to get out of the house. So they're still traveling. No, yeah. no people have traveled. I mean, I feel like if I, I probably didn't come into contact with it before. I mean, I'm working with money all day. I'm, I'm still coming into contact with people. It's, I mean, I'm, I don't want to sound ignorant, but I don't, I don't think my life has changed any much from the pandemic. Well, it's, uh, that's good to hear. Steven, since we had you on last, yeah, since, since we had you on last, Steven, uh, how have you been holding up? I mean, that was what, a month ago? Was that about a month ago? Or it was like oh, six weeks ago? Well, that, it wasn't. It wasn't very long. Uh, I mean, not, nothing's really changed since since that last episode. I'm still working from home, going out occasionally, doing whatever we can. Um, but I mean, other than that, not nothing's changed. You know, for me, it's 
work, work out, sleep, repeat. And I do it all from home. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same... I'm I'm kind of in the same ballpark. I uh, you know I I got a lot of shit to watch too. That's the other thing. It's like I feel like I'm uh, there. I got like a whole bunch of shit I'm, I want to watch, but it's like God with with work and uh, all all that. It's like I, I didn't think Netflix and Hulu and all that shit would become like my second gig. But you know that's just griping for the sake of griping. But I actually had a great weekend, man. Um, a dude I'm really cool with. He got some friends together and was like, "Hey man, you want to come camping with us?" So yeah, I went camping for the first time ever. It was it was pretty it was pretty interesting. It was only for two nights, and I, I got back to it was down in San Antonio, so it was about an hour and a half outside of Austin, and it was really fun, man. Uh, it was some friends of mine that are sober. We all got together. The interesting thing was there were eight of us, and me and another guy, and the rest were uh, young ladies. So that was like, oh. Well, this is interesting, but it turned out all right, man. Everybody was really cool, and we had s'mores, so that was like the highlight of my weekend. And uh, camping like in a tent? Yes, I slept in a tent. I slept on the ground. I forgot a pillow. Slept in a sleeping bag. It was really weird because it got really cold at night, like in the low sixties, like high fifties at night, and then by like ten o'clock in the morning, it was like eighty degrees outside. So it was quite a change, but it was a lovely time. I'm not the outdoorsy type, but it was a lot of fun. I really, really enjoyed it, and I'm glad I did it. I was kind of reluctant because I'm not really – I didn't really know anybody. I just knew my other friend who was the guy, the other guy. But it was cool, and uh, it was good vibes. Weather was perfect. It was a lot of fun. So I didn't get to watch, like, game two on Friday night, and I didn't got, get to watch LSU uh, Vandy, uh, but I did make it in time to watch the Saints. So how was y'all's weekends, or do you all want to get into the topics? Oh, you know that you remember that tent that Chu and Rachel gave me? No. <laughs> you, you don't. It might have been something old she had. I don't. I don't remember though. It was. It's a giant. Yeah. Okay. Well. Anyway, I still have that tent, and I've still never used that tent. I don't even know if all the pieces are in there, but I mean, it just. I thought about it because he was talking about camping, and I was like, I'm just wondering if you remember that tent. But I obviously don't. Never mind. I digress. So. Can, you can continue. <laughs> well, the the uh, the thing I noticed was like one I I forgot a pillow, which was dumb. You know, we had to my my buddy set up a shower outside. It was a little. It was a really. It really wasn't a shower. It was kind of like a kind of a shower. Well, that was interesting. Set, set up a shower. How do you set up a shower? Well, he got like he got this like stand up tent, this little thing, and then like he had a. It was really weird. He had like a water bag that had the hose that you would kind of it would kind of pour into the you had to pour the hose into the thing it was it was kind of you know wonky but it got the job done and uh uh in the bathroom luckily there was a porta potty on the grounds it was a private camping ground so there was a at least we could go do that and uh it was (laughs) it was cool not really my thing though the thing the thing was like if you're gonna do it make sure your tent is on like a flat surface because the one where my tent was like had a like a little like hill in it or it was like kind of bumpy the ground which was very uncomfortable to sleep on so i was like man i probably should have went for one of the tents that like was on like at least a slope or just like just flat because it was the first day i woke up my like my mid back was like oh god that fucking sucked but uh but it was all right so yeah it was it was fun and i mean i also left friday uh right as like trump 
that whole Trump thing was was blowing up. So before we get into the topics, let's talk about this Jeez. Trump situation. Were y'all shocked by it, or were y'all like, did y'all laugh? What did, what was your reaction to what, all that? What, what are we What are we talking about? You didn't know Trump uh, caught it's, COVID. It's yeah, corona. no, I, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I thought you were talking something else. I mean, the guy got COVID. I mean, what is what did they talk about? I mean, I yeah, mean, it's kind of funny in a karma sense. I mean, I mean, it's funny that it, you know now all of a sudden it's it's COVID. It's not the China virus, but I mean, uh, other than that, I mean, the dude got it. It's inevitable. We're, we're, we're all probably going to get it at the rate we're going. So, I mean, it's kind of it. I mean, it was also potentially a constitutional crisis. Like, you know, if, if it had gone south, like, it could have, like, you know. I mean, it, he, he checks all the boxes for it to be very serious. Like, he's overweight, he's old as fuck, and he wasn't taking precautions, and he doesn't leave a lead a particularly healthy lifestyle. So it was potentially... Uh, it could have been potentially devastating. Uh, we still don't know what what the situation was because he's had his press corps and all his people lie to the media and to the American people about it. But uh, he seems like he's going to be pulling out all right. But, I mean, who knows? He could be discharged tomorrow. Um, Co, what did you think about it, man? Was it – were you one of those like people that was like, hey, man, we should take this seriously? Or were you one of those people that was like, nah, fuck that dude. I hope he dies. I mean – I don't think I would ever wish death on somebody, but I mean, yeah. I was uh, my first thought when I read it because, of course, it was blasted everywhere as soon as I woke uh-huh. up Friday morning. And I was just like, uh, but another another political thing with Donald Trump. Not to say that it's a political move, but it's just something else. Like I feel like his whole running office has just been a a show. It was like yeah. one thing after the other, and something. It was just something new. It was just something else. Now. I mean, it was a person who, you know, I guess, in my opinion, he thought, you know, everything was going down, the virus is going away, and then mm-hmm. boom, you get it right after your first debate. And uh, are they rescheduling another two debates? Uh, well, they have the uh, they have the vice presidential debate. Obviously, I don't think that's going to get deterred. That's on Tuesday or Wednesday, I think. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. And that was the other thing, the other aspect to it. Like we're like this is we're recording this on the fourth. We have less than a month until election day, so it's gonna potentially throw the last few weeks of this uh, campaign season into. It could have, who knows? It might uh, throw it all into disarray. So it was, it was really wild. Like I was, like I tried to keep my phone off while I was away, but like uh, late Saturday night, I, I, uh, I had to check because I was like, I want to know how LSU did. And then while I was checking how LSU did, I was, uh, I saw that he was like. He might not die. Who knows? I'm like, Jesus Christ, I can't believe like I'm chilling right now and the president could die tomorrow and not Exactly. See, yeah. I don't and and that's my main reason why I mean I chuckled, of course. I mean that's, mm-hmm. that's my personality. I probably, I mean I laugh at the, the worst things. You probably shouldn't laugh at. But mm-hmm. I would never wish death on somebody, even though even the president. Especially you know, I mean, so hopefully he does pull through with it. But I mean it's was an eye opener for everybody, I believe, again. I mean, everybody thinks that this thing is going away, and it's, it's still here. I mean, we're a sports fan. We see in it now more than ever, even in sports. We all don't think that the NFL is going to continue, and well, we're week three, and we got games getting postponed. And yeah, we got positive tests on multiple teams, and you know, we just we just don't know. I don't see this thing going away anytime soon. Yeah, I just thought it was funny that you know, one speaking of the debate. Uh, well, first off, did either one of you watch the debate? I I did not. I I was not gonna sit through. That. Uh, 
bits and pieces. I watch some of it, you know, every now and then I chimed in. I got, you know, <laughs> I caught the part where Donald Trump was calling Joe Biden son of crackhead, basically. <laughs> Uh, it's really wild that you have the you have a sitting president accusing the other his 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 challenger of being on drugs. That's <laughs> quite quite a quite an indictment on the uh, American political system right now. Uh, but no, man, I just thought it was funny that obviously one one camp was wearing masks and the other camp wasn't, and you know one gets infected and the other one doesn't. So it was just it was just wild, man. And apparently, it was tied to. When they announced the Supreme Court nominee at that Rose Garden uh, ceremony, they apparently that was the event that like got a bunch of people infected. It's just think it's been it's all like happened like I mean the debate happened what Monday or Tuesday was uh, that? Tuesday. Yeah. So it's just it's just the fact that in the Trump era, like everything happens in like within like days of each other, like major heat things happen within days of each other. Uh, you know, the air is contaminated, man. We are. Gotta be careful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, but let's uh, let's move on to what we came here to talk about. You know, we have a group chat that's literally just the football and basketball emoji as the header of the as the name of our group chat. So while we really talk, well, we talk about a bunch of stuff, but mainly what we talk about is sports. So I was I brought y'all on to talk about what's currently going on in the sports landscape. We're recording this right after the Saints beat the Lions, which. I mean, that was uh, pff, fucking five minutes in, and we were down 14 what, We nothing. almost gave away again? Yeah, we almost exactly. lost. So we're currently sitting at 2-2. Two and two. We're behind Tampa Bay, who is currently 3-1. and one. Steven, what, what are your feelings about the Saints so far this year? What did you think about this game? What did you think about, you know, the loss to the Raiders and the Packers? What, do you, what are you feeling about this so far? Um, it, it's hard to say. Like, I, I kind of, I really need to see them back with with Michael Thomas to see, like, is 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 he is he the reason why their their offense has been kind of shady of late, or, or you know, I I I know everybody kind of craps on the defense, but like the defense was never made to be kind of a lockdown D. They were supposed to be just made to be good enough to make enough stops for the offense, but the offense hasn't been outside of today. It hasn't really been that good. So I mean, I, it's it's kind of a wait and see for me. I, I don't I don't I don't want to put a judgment on them just yet because I mean they're 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 only they only have one bad loss, which is the Raiders game. I mean, I could the, the Packers one. I mean, it's understandable. Packers are a pretty good team. You yeah. know, they're in a dome without fans, so they don't really have the home field like they would. So it's just it's kind of put it's it's kind of hard to put a a readout on on them right now without yeah. Michael. Uh, yeah, just for clarification, coming into this game, we had six starters out. Uh, Mike T, Jared Cook, uh, Andrus Pete, Lattimore, and Davenport. And now Ramchek looks like he's down. Uh, Co, what do you think? What are you feeling so far uh, like, this uh, season? Janoris Jenkins was out, too. Oh, yeah, Jenkins. I'm sorry. I left Jenkins off. Yes, Jenkins as well. Leaving my cousin out. Okay, all right. <laughs> but uh I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm officially starting my start James Winston campaign. Oh God! I thought I was waiting to get into that. You're you think you think Breeze is cooked, huh? Oh, I think he's cooked. I mean, I that, we're not looking at the same Breeze. I mean, and it's obvious. Most teams, I feel like, are just going to play back with two safeties at the top on us, and just because he's not going to push it down the field. Mm-hmm. He's throwing, he's throwing these little short drop offs, and we're going to work Kamara to death. 
on offense. Like, yeah, like what happens? What happens if Kamara gets hurt? Like, they've they've thrown all these checkdowns. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We were not too much on the guy on the roster that can do that. What? What do you think about Traquan stepping up and, you know, Emmanuel Sanders is kind of making an impact? I don't know, but, like, Latavius Murray is looking really good. What do you think about some of the B the B cast, like the, the B-tier guys stepping up? You be impressed or, or you think it's just kind of been all right? I mean, we were playing the Lions. Yeah, I mean, it's not really. I mean, like, they're, they're meant to be complimentary pieces. They're not meant to, to you know, be the, the guys over there. And, and I mean, like, they've been, they've been okay. Like I said, that's why I think a lot of it just it comes down to, you know, like when Michael Thomas gets back, like, you know, like are, are, are these guys going to – are these guys going to be better than what they have been? Uh, they're not getting all of the, the main coverage. But, I mean, that also, like Anthony was kind of implying, uh, Drew's got to get the ball down the field, not just on a, you know, a three-yard dump off or a two-yard slant. Dink and dunking teams to death. Yeah, I mean, teams are playing underneath the whole time. And while we've still been able to move up and down the field on these guys, like, we're not going to beat the, the good teams that way. They're going to stop you come, come the red zone. Yeah, I'll admit Drew has looked. I mean, Kyle, unless you wanted to uh, follow up on Steven, what he was saying, if you had anything to add. Well, nothing. I mean, it's nothing in really that. I think I think we're gonna come further down the line. It's gonna be a time where they're gonna put Jameis in just to just to see how it looks. But mm-hmm. teams are gonna start game planning for Drew and these you know these little check downs to Kamara. Kamara can only do so much. Like, yeah, he basically tried to carry us in a Green Bay game, and I mean. All- these other guys, I mean, you got the best corner on the other teams are going to guard Emmanuel Sanders right now. Now you have, I guess, Traquan Smith and some other guy who caught a pass today. I don't even know. I don't know. Some guy that they had signed, and I don't even know his name. And Yeah, I, mean, I, just, I, I can't remember either. Yeah. But uh, all in all, the game plan is going to have to switch. They're going to have to get the ball down the field. Or it's it's going to be a long season for us. I mean, mm-hmm. Especially with all these injuries, the players are going down like flies right now. It's clockwork. Yeah, what do you guys think about the uh, the thing that's really stuck out to me? And this is kind of a carryover from last year as well. Uh, I feel like we're letting teams hang around, or just like giving teams such an advantage with some of the stupid ass penalties that we do. Do you think it's the refs being a little too ticky tack, or do you think we're just being undisciplined? What do y'all think? Uh, I just I think it's a it's a team that is better in certain areas than than others right now. They just they just haven't been able to put together a real complete complete game. Uh, I mean they today they held the ball for thirty six minutes compared to the Lions twenty three. I mean yeah. they only we only had four penalties on the day. Um, yeah, we we cleaned it up, but the it, I feel like that that was that's what stuck out to me. A lot, a lot of things stuck out to me in the Packers' loss and the Raiders' loss. And I, I agree that the Packers' loss is an understandable loss, but the Raiders' one was kind of egregious. But I feel like we – I think we were like the first three weeks we were the most penalized team in the NFL. And I was just like – I thought we would have tried to work on that. But I guess they didn't really have an off season. I mean, it's kind of weird. It was a weird off season, So I don't know. It just, it just frustrates me seeing all those dumbass penalties. Yeah, I mean, the problem today, and honestly you could say it for both sides, is – was third down defense. The uh, the Lions were fifty percent on third down. They converted seven of fourteen. The Saints went ten of fourteen. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's 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 really just about trying to get off the field, which that's what they've been having issues with. That's what they had issues with the Green Bay and and what they couldn't do at all versus the the Raiders a couple weeks ago. 
So that's something they gotta they gotta work on. Um, how do y'all feel about Taysom? Like he's gotten a lot of criticism, especially since he got the new contract uh, for sixteen million dollars. Uh, he's had he had a fumble today, and I believe I can't remember which game he had the fumble in. Was it the Raiders game he had the fumble, or there's the Green um, Bay game? Green Bay. So what do y'all have? You guys, it feels like we're not doing as many trick plays with him. What do y'all feel like? Is he is he kind of overhyped internally in the organization, or he's kind of a joke? Like he's kind of a joke uh, to the national media. Not like, not that they're saying he can't play, but just the fact that we we use him as much as we do. Like it's kind of like weird that we do that what do y'all feel about Taysom? we put too much faith in him mm-hmm. uh, like they they rely on him too much now i mean it is it was cool last year the gimmick because nobody saw it coming now i mean you know you know what's gonna happen when he comes in mm-hmm. I mean, he's either gonna run it it's gonna be a running play i mean you know all he's there to try to check it down the field mm-hmm. i mean but you're looking for the run as soon as you see him on the field mm-hmm. or some kind of trick play I mean, and I think we rely on that too much. Mm-hmm. Like it's become part of our game plan, and I, I don't, that's the only thing I don't like about it. Like it's good to throw in a trick play every now and then, but you can't rely on that. Like every game, it's coming. Like trick mm-hmm. plays come once every blue moon. We're coming with it every day, every game. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question. Do you, as a basketball guy, you you believe in momentum, right? You believe like if you if you hit two or three in a row, you're more likely to hit that fourth one. Yep. Okay, so they're bringing in Taysom Hill at these random yeah times. Like for example, in the Green Bay game, right before he fumbled, we had just made a a, a, a good play on defense. They made a fourth down stop. Uh, you know, Drew comes in. They get I think they get four or five yards to get a first down or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, like they were. It was an okay play. And then immediately take Breeze off the field. They put Taysom in, goes and fumbles, and it's just like, I, I get it. You want to, you want to do make him like a little gadget guy, like, and I, and I, and I totally get it. If you just want to have him on the field, line a little bit fullback, wide receiver, tight end, you know, just, mm-hmm. just give him another threat or be a weapon for Drew. But like, when you take the ball out of Drew's hands and he's in the middle of like his own little run, like getting his own confidence up, and then to get a turnover like that, it's it's completely demoralizing. You screwed up any momentum you had. Added as an offense, and I've I've been calling for it for years. I'm like, I just want to see less of this guy. Like, nothing against him, but like, if he's lining up at quarterback, it means that Drew Brees is not, and he's just either standing there or, you know, like he, he can't he can't get into a rhythm like he once did. Like, if you remember back in his in his prime days, I mean, like he he'd go and complete 15, 16 passes in a row. Well, I mean, you know, you take him off the field for a play or two to run somebody else. I mean, the guy's gonna cool off. Mm-hmm. So I just. There, there's a time and a place for it, and I don't think Sean Payton has ever truly figured out, in my opinion, the the best time to do that. Because every time I see him on the field, typically I'm like, "Come on, like, why, why are we doing this? Like, just, just let let Drew run his thing." And even if we get the first down or we get a big play out of it, it's just like, that's fine. But in the long term, it doesn't help Drew at all. What do you think, of? I don't know. It's it's like basketball, like you were saying, uh. Like he's a momentum person, like you put him in when you need like a spark to the game. But like to take, like you said, to take Drew out when he's you know he's hitting on all cylinders for a moment. You you're pushing it up the field and you pull him, and then you get the other guy ball to try to you know I guess like you don't need to bring a spark in when everything's already clicking. So there's there's no need to just switch it. So I mean I can agree that I don't think he has 
figured out the best times to use Taysom. I mm-hmm. I can understand if Drew's just you know incomplete or overthrown, and you know you, you we're desperate or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We just, we, just need a, we need a big play to happen. Like, but when um, he's moving it, like there's no reason for Taysom Hill to be on the field unless he's going to block or be a tight end. Yeah. Uh, last question I wanted to ask y'all on the Saints before we move on to LSU and the NBA. I, I don't think any of us predict us, you know, winning at all this year. But, I mean, we hope, but we don't expect that. But, so, I think it's also fair to say this is Drew, probably Drew's last year. How will you guys feel about his legacy, I guess, to use that, like, you know, sports talk uh, phrase. How will you feel about it if he goes out, like, you know, maybe we go eight and eight, or maybe we make the play- playoffs and go out early like we did last year. How do you, how will y'all feel about that? Do you think it's like, damn, this is, I really wanted it more for him, or you know what, it doesn't matter. He's already a great quarterback. That's not all that. It doesn't really matter how it ends. You just got to look at the whole picture. Uh, Co, how do you feel? I mean, I, I like for him to go out on top. Obviously, uh, I don't think it'll do anything for his legacy at all. Anyway, it wouldn't negatively affect him no matter how it, the season outcomes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, obviously, a win puts him up there even more. You know, that one. I mean, we does have one championship, mm-hmm. broken numerous records. I mean, it, it'll be great for him to go out on top. But even if he loses, he's still going to be a great, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer probably. Uh, I don't really think it'll be that much of a problem. Now, where we go from there, that's that'll be the question. Yeah, he'll get he'll get all he'll get all his recognition just from stats alone. But as a as a winner, I mean, even even if he wins it, even if we won it all this year, it'd be rather disappointing to look at his career as a whole and say, man, this guy only won two of them, and quite often came up small in the playoffs, especially over the past few years. So, I mean, unless unless they win it all this year, I, I would look at him and be like, man, like that's that's a, such a disappointing stretch. I mean, the, the number of years where like. People just thought like, "Hey, like we have a we have a good enough team, and for us to only win it one time is is rather disappointing." Well, we came close that other time, but you know, yes, yeah, I, I don't know which one you're talking about, but I can recall. Right, that we came close multiple years. <laughs> well, we were right there, and then some stupid call or some play went wrong, or it's just it's just disappointing. Yeah, it uh, that's that's being a Saints fan though. Yeah, it's. I think this was a great game that and kind of encapsulated a lot of being a Saints fan, where it was really a roller coaster, where it was like we were down and then we were seemed like we were running away with it, but we kind of let them back in the game. And I'm just like, why can't we just like if we're gonna win, like why can't we just like win, win? Like why do we have to make it interesting? Why can't we just like coach? <laughs> like why, why does Nobody it have to be like this? Safe. Like I know it's just. You gotta watch every game and the clock hit zero and then oh and it's like that with my Celtics too, so I get double heart attacks. <laughs> well, I'm I'm really interested to hear you two go back and forth about the Celtics. But before we get to that, let's talk about another team near and dear to all of our hearts. Let's talk about LSU, man. Not the best way to start a season. Uh but last uh the game yesterday, again I didn't get to watch, so and it was a blowout against Vanderbilt, which, you know, we should expect. Uh but so uh, I take it both of y'all watched the game. Uh, no, bits and you did pieces. Not? Uh, bits and pieces. I, 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 I watch. I was in Baton Rouge. Um, I was in Baton Rouge. Right, like we were going to the 13th gate right as the the game was starting. So I got to catch bits and pieces of it, heard it on the radio and whatnot. But I didn't. I didn't get to kind of just sit down and watch the whole game. 
Wow. You just come to Baton Rouge and go to the 13th gate. No invite, no mess. I mean, it, That's cool. it, was, I, it wasn't, it wasn't like. Me. I don't even want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Okay. But I mean, it's cool. I see how it is. <laughs> so, uh, I guess, let me ask y'all this. Would y'all. Are y'all kind of still hungover from the championship, or are y'all just like giving the season a pass just because of the pandemic and a bunch of starters left? How do y'all feel about LSU this are year? You How do you... the season's over? Wait, what? Are you implying the season's over? Uh, I don't know. Well, that was my <laughs> other question. I was going to ask y'all with the all the uncertainty and the conferences like canceling their seasons and then uncanceling their seasons. Like, what is the postseason even going to look like? I just don't even know what to make of this season. So, like, going forward, like, it's a very wonky. I mean, we're all only playing SEC teams. So it was just like, like, what is this season going to be? So, how do y'all feel about this season? I guess is the better it question. On, it depends on how many games are actually going to be played. I mean, they, you know, they haven't they haven't had a, an issue like the NFL has had yet, where they had to cancel or move a game. But I mean, it's just that's well, what Notre Dame did, by the way. Notre Dame did. They didn't have an issue. Oh, yeah, yeah, we had uh, Iowa, I believe. Or no, not Iowa. It was uh, – I can't remember. But, yeah, Notre Dame had a schedule, a rescheduled game. But, yeah, it's just going to kind of come down to how many games actually get played so you can kind of, you know, correctly evaluate these teams. I mean, I say that like the playoff committee is not going to pick Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, and whoever may or may not come out of the Big 12. Because I, I don't think anybody's coming out of it now. Texas lost. Oklahoma's lost two of them. But, but I, I mean, it, it – in terms of LSU, I mean, they, they lost their first one. They got their, their asses handed to them. Um, and that said, they only lost by 10. I mean, they were in the game. You know, one or two plays here or there could have changed the outcome of it. And then they looked really good yesterday, um, you know, beating the hell out of a, um, you know, a not-so-good Vanderbilt team. But, I mean, at least they did what they were supposed to do and, 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 and crushed them. So, mm-hmm. I just wonder how much of a difference um, or how, how, how good is Derek Stingley for him to come back and all of a sudden we go from, like, not being able to stop the pass to to playing pretty well for the whole game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I before you go, Kai, I just wanted to say I was very happy that Jamar Chase made the smart decision that he did, but I was also sad. Like I was like, damn, we probably could have used Jamar Chase this season. Right. Harvey's own Jamar <laughs> Chase, for the record. Uh, shout out to Harvey. Uh, Co, how do you feel about LSU this year? Um. Uh... I'm I'm the same. I mean, we dropped the first. I mean, I'm not gonna say they're out of it just because you know they they lost the first one. We lost to Mississippi State. I thought they would win that game, but I haven't really seen anything across the board in college. That's like oh, this team. This team is like this. This is the team to beat. And I feel everybody's kind of moving along with it in strange times. I mean, we did lose half of our ten coaches. <laughs> we, we basically we're a whole we're we're a whole new thing out here. So I mean, um, I wouldn't say I have a hangover from the championship, but I'm still basking in it, obviously. And this season, I feel like you know, it's it's learning. I feel like we're rebuilding in my eyes. I, I, mean, I would take this with a grain of salt, and, but I still would count them out. You know, mm. I think Coach O can pull off a good season. How do we uh, how do we feel about Florida this weekend? Are we uh, y'all nervous or? Y'all think we can win it already? Yeah, we play Florida. Shit. Um, I don't. I, I've actually watched both of their games. Um, I didn't think we had. No, I'm games. sorry. I misspoke. We we play Missouri. We play Missouri. I'm sorry. I was looking at the schedule wrong. Oh, it is on. in fact. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, no. I mean, we we should we should handle Missouri like we did Vanderbilt. But um, mm. I don't know. do you where you you ask the question? Where do you want to go from here on that? Because uh, well, Florida. do okay. We should okay. So obviously, we should destroy Missouri. We're going to. Destroy. Uh, but I mean, that means that okay. That means we don't play them this week, but we do play Florida in two weeks. I mean, Florida is currently the uh, fourth ranked team in the country. I mean, but who knows? Like college ranking is radically different this year, uh, considering so there's some ranked teams that aren't playing right now. But I mean, in two weeks, do you think we are capable of beating the current, with you know, little bit of an asterisk, current fourth place, fourth best team in the country? Oh, I think so. I think we got. I think we got a good uh, shot. Especially if they look good against Missouri um, and they're able to move the ball, they're just going to get better, kind of get all those players more into the system. But uh, Florida's defense hasn't looked very good um, in the few games that they've played, so I don't, I don't think we should have any trouble, any real trouble, like moving the ball on them. It's just going to be a matter of, of stopping them on the other side because they've, they've, they've been putting up some points. They, they kind of, I'm not going to say they're the LSU team of last year in terms of and on offense, but. They can they can move the ball and they can they can score a lot of points so it's gonna it's gonna be a bit of a shootout but I I think we got a chance I don't see why not and I think the, the one loss that we had was at the perfect spot to have it at the beginning of the season because now we've got you know hey you know we got to put it in gear it's always better to lose early than to lose late um cuh, so you are a, you're a believer in Miles Brennan huh I'm a believer in Miles Brennan uh. I think this win this past week was going to be a confidence boost for the entire team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they come out, you know, national champs, and then <laughs> the other team, Mississippi State, probably basically partied in their locker room after that and bugged that accomplished something. <laughs> it's it's a good time to get hit in the face. I mean, you're, you're a whole new team. Everybody's expecting a lot from you. I mean, the pressure was on in game one. Now, after that, that one loss, I think they probably shook that off. And the I feel like they're going to be a tougher team than what I'm really giving them credit for. Because, I mean, I just don't know what to expect. But we Mm -hmm. still have studs, even though, you know, we lost a lot of people. I guess I mean, I think. They're not partying right now after they lost to Arkansas. (laughs) I won an SEC game in like three years. Jesus Christ. Real quick before we move on to the NBA, you know, you're both gambling men. What do y'all put the odds? Is it? Do you think we're gonna finish the season, like, or do you think it's all gonna crumbling down? It seemed like at first that the season wouldn't go far, but there seems to be some safety protocols in place to where it's pretty secure going forward. But do you think it all could come crumbling down, or you think uh, it's gonna go forward despite the the risks? That was kind of a weird way of phrasing the question, but I think y'all get what I'm trying to ask. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I just don't. I just don't see how it can get that bad that quickly again. I mean, unless they just say screw it all and you know just no restrictions, but I don't I don't think they're gonna do that. So mm-hmm. I I think I think they'll finish it out. I think you'll have some some game issues here or there where somebody gets postponed or canceled. But you know I think for the most part they will they will finish out something of a season. Yeah. Uh, you agree? My only question is yeah, but my only question is how's that? Gonna play in fact when you you know you're ranking these people's schedules, you're trying to make the playoff bracket. But this team played one less game than the other team because this one got canceled. Like, it's, I mean, it's gonna be that's how they've always done it though. I, I mean, it, besides the fact that maybe they played the same number of games, I mean, it's always been about like 
you know, group of guys in a room going, hey, guys, who do we like? Alabama? Yeah. They're, they're like, <laughs> I mean, that's that's what it is anyway. That's how the rankings are done. That's that's how the committee picks the playoffs anyway. So, I mean, literally nothing it doesn't all, change. All right. We can uh, all agree that if we beat Bama, this was a successful successful season. That's all that matters. Um, uh, Beat Bama. <laughs> yeah, it's in Baton Rouge this year. It's a shame. I hope it's a shame that fans won't probably be able there to celebrate uh, or, or, or attend the game. But uh, so let's move on to the the main dish here. Um, you're both wearing your respective teams, NBA teams uh, paraphernalia. Well, he doesn't have a team. I mean, he, he kind of has a team. He has. I think there's only one team he has season tickets to, or some kind of arrangement with season tickets with. So I yeah. think the Pelicans qualify as his team, Ka. Sure. I mean, if you say so. Uh, I, I wouldn't say he's a, he's not a diehard fan, you know? Oh, I mean, sure. But look what being a diehard fan has gotten you. I mean. He's, he's a LeBron fan. I am a LeBron. No, you're not even a LeBron fan anymore. No, I still root for the guy, but it's just hard to watch him now. Well, mainly because he's out in L.A. and he's on TV when I go to bed. But he's been fun to watch in the playoffs. So we're currently recording this while Game 3 of the NBA Finals have uh, take are go- is going on right now. I'm sure, Steven, you're watching it right now or you're keeping tabs on it. Uh, what's the score right now? Uh, it is 28-26 Miami. Okay. Still early game. Uh, I'm really looking forward to watching the end of it after we're done this. Um but yeah, so the NBA—it's been in the bubble. It sounded like this crazy idea months ago, and by God, they got it done. Um, so it's currently the obviously, like as Stephen just said, the Lakers are playing the Heat right now. Uh, they won. Uh, the Lakers are currently up two nil. Um, I didn't get to watch Game Two, uh, but I was very happy to see that the Lakers won because I'm also rooting for LeBron. I think LeBron is the goat, and it's incredible to watch him play like steven said like it's just insane and i saw a stat line uh i can't remember the stat line off the top of my head but i do remember seeing his stat line from game two and i was like holy shit uh so what have you guys thought about the final so far and do you predict a sweep a gentleman's sweep six games seven games what do you think Cub, what do you think sweep, sweep okay sweep sweep so what have you thought about what do you think about the lakers and what do you think about the heat i don't think much of the heat <laughs> we're, we're, salty they're not they're not supposed to be there we're supposed to be there they're not the better team they just you know it, it just oh my gosh there, right? oh all the, right the sure calls, the calls went their way we're getting to the celtics all right we're getting to the celtics right, i'm, I'm asking saying, about I'm, the. i'm on the heat i'm not <laughs> i know i'm talking about you asked me about the heat and the lakers i'm giving you my take on on the a bunch of pushovers they are all, they're all injured now all of a sudden because they're playing the lakers Half of the team is out. None of them have haircuts. They all need a new barber. Trash. You know, they got former Celtics on their team. So, I mean, but, I mean, the Lakers are exactly what we thought the AD and LeBron pairing would be. I mean, it's it's just tough to stop them two guys. The other guys, I mean, the bubble has a freaking effect on Rondo's three-point shooting. So, now he's a three-point shooter. And yeah. At a good rate, for some reason, I guess not having fans that can heckle you and you know just being in a quiet gym. It's like playing a pickup game, like Scottie Pippen said. So I mean, anybody can knock down them shots. Rondo can shoot shit. I mean, they they're gonna sweep. You don't even have to worry about Jr. shooting at the wrong basket. Like Jr. Jr. ain't playing. 
Yeah. He's a good cheerleader, though. He just said, he got called just to get a ring, another ring. That's that's all LeBron said. Hey, must be nice. It's not what you know, cause who you know. <laughs> right. Stephen, what do you, you think, man? Um, I mean, Kirk kind of hit on the big point that you know these guys aren't playing in front of fans, and there's just there's the, the momentum swings aren't like what they used to be when you have a roaring crowd behind you. So I mean, like. And it it's kind of weird because it kind of shows it in the in the betting lines like they're they're the same every time the over's been right around two sixteen two seventeen and a half been about Lakers uh, by seven and a half with Bam and Gorin and minus ten without them and I mean the lines just just stay the same because like they're they're playing on a neutral site so I, I mean I, I don't I mean I, I don't see how it's not going to be a sweep because. They, if they couldn't beat him in those first two, I mean, what what's going to change? Like, are they just going to bring in some really tall dude that could that could stand next to Dwight Howard or Anthony Davis? Like, they don't they don't have anybody that's big enough to deal with them down low. Well, and the Lakers just need to shoot average to yeah. you know just make it a blowout. They just they don't they don't match up well with the Lakers. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, let me ask you both this: not who the teams are, all right, Ka, but. If this is a sweep, are you both? Are, will either of you be disappointed? And do you feel like the championship has an asterisk, or is it diminished, or it's like watered down? Do you think it's kind of just like, yeah, like technically they're the champs, or do you think they're legitimate champs? Uh, Stephen, what do you think? I mean, they they played an entire playoffs. Uh, you know, I mean, everybody was in, had the same situation. Uh, you know, if anything, it provided more challenges, especially mentally. Yeah, these guys have been in that bubble for so long. Um, so I don't, I don't, I don't put it in the Astros by. It's not like they were they played a shortened playoffs. I mean, sure they had a shortened season, but I mean, literally the only thing that changed was you know seating, if if that. So yeah, I mean, I mean they still had to go through all the teams uh, that they would have before, and for the most part, um, it's not like they had any huge names drop out because of you know the situation anyway. I mean the only. The only notable players that, that decided not to come to the bubble were part of Brooklyn that weren't going to come anyway. Yeah. So, it's it's not like they they beat a diminished level of competition. Like everybody was still there. So mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't I don't I don't understand the asterisk toss asterisk talk on that. Well do you are will you think they'd be considered more like the ninety nine uh Spurs championship? Like it was a lockout season. Do you think that they like some people look down on that championship? Like it's kind of eh, technically a championship. Well, let, me, let me let me ask you this: Do you do you look down on LeBron's first championship? Because I mean that was during a lockout season, and they were playing the 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 young Thunder. Uh, but no, I don't care. I I, I don't care. I, whatever happens, happens, man. I think you're right. Like it's all everybody was kind of starting with the, had to deal with the same thing. So I think that it's like I've enjoyed all of this. I've loved just to tip my hat a little early, just tip my hand a little early. I've enjoyed all of this. Like I've heard people talk about, like talk to a few people about, like the lack of fans not being there has kind of taken them out of it. I was like, it's fine because you still have the product on the court. Uh, but Cub, what do you what do you think, man? Um, I mean, I agree. No asterisk. I mean, it was a it was a tough season. If anything, it's probably tougher than normal. You know, you you had. The Lakers had one of their starting with starting shooting guard, Avery Bradley. He mm-hmm. opted to sit out. Yeah. And they had to find somebody else. I mean, basically put somebody else in the starting lineup and try to get them acclimated with 
players that were dropping out, but whatever reason they had, I mean, it's, it was it was tough. And I feel like it made it more competitive because there was no fans. Like, it was literally just the players. Like, mm-hmm. if you're good enough to make it, you're good enough to make it. You're strictly just balling on the court, um, mm-hmm. which is why the Miami Heat is in there probably because, you know, they don't deserve to be oh, there. But okay. they're going to get swept, and then, you know, they're just going to go home. <laughs> I mean, and, that, and that, that's what it is. The refs didn't want us playing the Lakers because, you know, we we get Banner 18. This thing would go seven. Easy. Uh, well, Tatum I, I, Finals MVP. I mean, you, 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 have, you have a team that can't figure out a simple zone. I mean, you, how are you going to expect to beat the Lakers and you guys can't figure out a zone? Uh, we can figure out a zone. We played through the zone. I don't know what games you were watching. They obviously they figured it out. They scored more points in the paint than they did outside the paint in one of the games. Again, I can't remember what game it was against Miami. They just... One of the weaknesses of a zone is getting a good wide open three point shot if you work for it. But I mean, you guys weren't good enough to 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 execute on that. So we just We had to rely on Marcus Smart to hit threes, and you know it was a bad look. Which very improved three point. Y'all gonna put some respect on Marcus Smart name? We'll see when it happens out of the bubble. Okay, uh, I I think oh, that so now, uh, now his bubble performance has an asterisk on it. <laughs> no, I think he's gonna be able to shoot when he comes out of the bubble. That's all. He's I'm anything else other than that. He had the record for most threes in a game before the bubble play. Hey, I mean, sometimes you get lucky. If if I may interject, I think as as uh, even if we're even if the Heat do get swept, I think at least Tyler Hero will have a very very nice shoulder to cry on. Uh, by the way. <laughs> Uh, yes, that, that is true. I have uh, personality. So let's talk about the bubble, and then we'll move on to. I guess we'll we'll decide. But so just as a whole, the bubble. What stood out for y'all? Like any players? Like Dame? I I remember Dame really standing out. The Nuggets really impressed me. What What stood out for y'all though that y'all liked the most, and what stuff that y'all didn't like? Uh, like for instance, I really hope they keep the coaches' challenge going forward. So what's some stuff that really stood out, and you want to see go forward? And with well, some stuff, you're like, that was awful. I, I mean, I, don't, I haven't seen anything that's actually stuck out to where, like, oh, I really like this. I mean, like, the, uh, everything they're doing has been the exact same when it was in season. Like, the coaches challenge, they've had the coaches challenge. Mm. Um, that's, that's nothing new. Um, oh, I thought it, I thought they implemented it new. I must have misunderstood. No, that's that's, that's been in there. Oh, my but, bad. No, I mean. I, I, there's definitely more things not to like about it than there is to like. I mean, I'm one of those that that feel like the game it's it's taken away from the game. There's just there's just no, and maybe it's because we're looking at a sweep here. But I mean, there's there's no fan. There's no there's no energy level in there. It's just sure mm. the games are competitive, but it's like a boring competitive. Like mm. it's there, there's there's no energy in the building. Like you don't see it from the players. Um. It's just it's just not as exciting to watch. I don't know. Like you you really you really realize like how much a raucous crowd in Staples Center or up in Boston or or Miami when they show up. Um, you just I mean you you realize like how much of an one an effect it has on the game and two what like the kind of effect it has on you as a viewer watching it for them to set like that that energy level. Um, you know like when you're when you're getting ready for a big game. And you can hear it in the crowd. Like you don't, you don't hear it there. Like mm. we've seen, multiple, we've seen a few game sevens in this bubble, and it's just like, okay, it's game seven. But I mean, it's the same thing we've been watching. There's, 
nobody cheering other than an owner in the background. Uh, you know, it's just I, I don't I don't like it. They need they need to get fans back in there as soon as possible and as safely as possible, obviously. But yeah, it's just it it's not the same. Not and again, not that it takes away from anything any of those guys are doing. It it doesn't put an asterisk on the season or the playoffs, but it's just like it's just it, it's 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 clearly not as much fun to watch. Okay, they, they did a good job with the crowd noise, in my opinion. Though. Like, I felt like I was watching a game. I mean, obviously, you could still hear more stuff than you would normally hear, but... Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, I felt like they did a good job with the crowd noise. Uh, yeah, I really like the, the virtual fans thing on paper. Sounded <laughs> dumb. But actually, you know what? It's grown on me. It I think it's cute. I think dumb. it's fun. No, it I think it's fun. I think it's it's all right. You know, rule. I, mean, I saw one thing about, like, the virtual fans. They couldn't put pets on, on the screen. <laughs> like it was one rule to not show any pets or something like that. You got to mm-hmm. be really careful about what you show on these things. I'm like, I don't know. Uh, what did I like? Uh, I like the idea of a remote location. That was, mm-hmm. it was a fun thing. Because, I, mean, I mean, there was no home field advantage per se. But, I mean, still, you had all these players, nobody's fatigued from travel. I mean, none of that comes into play. No jet lag. Everybody's fresh. You're resting the same same amount of time, you know. That was that was one thing I did like about the bubble. Everybody, we had no excuse really to say, "Oh, I mean, I'm just I'm having a bad day because I'm tired. My, my body's not, you know. We just flew however many hours, and you know, we we got to play right now. It's, it's late. Like, I mean, there was one thing where the Lakers are complaining about playing late games every night. We, that, that was the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, they were on the East Coast now, so they were like, it's 9 o'clock in Florida, but it's only 6 o'clock in Los Angeles. So I think that's what they were like. We're staying up later, which is kind of a drag. So I, I get it. I understood it. But I was like, but you realize, like, your fans are, like, three hours behind you, so you got to accommodate them, right? So I think that's what they were getting at, Cub. So, they, they cry about everything. They do. Overall, y'all would say <laughs> – it was a rip-roaring success, and everybody in the NBA should be have a pat on the back for executing this bubble successfully, right? Yeah, I mean, the, the most yeah. impressive thing is that nobody got COVID. Yeah. The uh, uh, game was postponed and nothing. I think they, they isolated everybody. It was, it was a good thing. They did it the right way. Yeah, props to them for everybody buying in, everybody doing what they were supposed to do. I mean, as far as we know. Everybody bought in. <laughs> yeah, who was the? I forget who was the guy who stuck in the the, the lady. Well, Lemon Pepper Lou. Uh, oh Daniel, yeah, Lou Williams. <laughs> Shout out to Daniel House. Daniel uh, yeah, House yeah. for sneaking in that girl. Yeah, oh, man. not everybody. Not his wife, girl. Well, let me ask you all this. Let me call an audible real quick. Do you want to touch about? Do you want to touch on the Clippers? Uh, were y'all shocked by that, or were y'all expecting them to fold like a you know a cheap lawn chair? No, I, I don't. I think I think that they I don't think they're getting enough slander for blowing a three one lead like that compared to <laughs> so like compared to the talent that they have and their expectations. Like that was that was embarrassing and they're lucky that they didn't have to play in front of people because they they, they would have gotten shit thrown at them oh, or something. Yeah, they booed off the Yeah, they would have gotten booed off their own whole floor in game seven. It's not quite fault. <laughs> it's not quite fault. <laughs> 
It's not playoff oh, I heard, baseball. I heard Paul George got a lot of negative player reviews on the exit reviews that the teammates did. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. He's probably yeah. gonna get traded. But it, it, it just goes to show a lot of their a lot of the issues that they have that they don't have like a true point guard that can really run an offense. They don't have they don't have a big man. Um they have they're missing everything the Lakers do have, which is why the Lakers are there and they're they're not. But has, um, it, uh, has it knocked Kawhi out of the top five reel? I was never in the top five. I, I mean, a lot of people oh, put him in the top uh, five. Kawhi is, Kawhi is so overrated. Oh, my God. I'm so tired of saying it. He's not that good. Who's your top five if he's not in your top five? Right now? Dylon. Dylon. Right, <laughs> right now, it's probably it's probably LeBron and Anthony Davis are up there. Not not one necessarily one and two, but they're yeah, in, in any order. In any order. In any order. Assuming that Kevin Durant's healthy, he's got to be up there. Um, Giannis is probably on the the brink, but I'm 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 having I'm having I'm having some thoughts about him lately. Yeah, because they went out early. For anyone not aware, they also went out early. They were expected to go farther in the playoffs. Yeah, I still think Steph Curry's up there. Um, Lillard's got to be up there, and still James Harden. We're really talking five. Huh? I didn't want to know your five, top five. You named like ten people. Well, I mean, I don't have like a. Let me just pull out my sticky note. Here's my top five. I mean, I'm just saying. If you go put you put KD up there, I Kawhi got to be up there too. No. Yes. No. KD and Kawhi, maybe. Kawhi's rings came with an overpowered team. Kawhi's Kawhi's old team was like a, a half away from from advancing farther than he did. So I mean, like he still carried. I mean, his two championships. He played. He played on a really good Spurs team with probably arguably one, one of the what top one or two best coaches of all time. He was playing with with Parkinobly and Duncan, who while they were over the hill, like they were still very productive players. They had really good role players. They played in a in a good system that benefited all of them. And the guy averaged twelve points a game or some shit like that. Like it's not like he was a star. He didn't, you know, he held LeBron to twenty six nine and six percent shooting. Yeah, he locked him down like Iguodala has done every year. And then he goes to Toronto, a team that's already built to make a run. They just needed a little bit more to get over the hump. And and they needed LeBron to leave the East. Yeah, he needed LeBron a little bit more. I mean, like his, his, and then, and then they win the finals. They beat Golden State without Kevin Durant, without Klay Thompson. Demarcus Cousins is there on one leg. Draymond is is beat up. Steph's beat up. Like that. I mean, like it's not, it's not that impressive. He's 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 not that good. He's not that good. He's a good player. But Let's talk about the game winner though. Like that that game winning shot was iconic. That that bounce off the rim to send the Sixers home. Yeah. Then the beat. Milwaukee is like the team to beat for the past two years. I mean, I mean, nobody talks about how they beat Milwaukee. I mean, they didn't beat a hobbled Milwaukee. I mean, they they beat Milwaukee. Well, and apparently, they, it's it's not that hard to beat Milwaukee because they went out early this year too. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, the team that they lost to is in the finals now, so I guess they get kind of. A, I mean, didn't didn't you guys beat Milwaukee? Uh, somewhat yeah. of a past that team shouldn't be there. Like, Wait, I mean, we went back and forth. I mean, we talking about the year, like now we got put out. So it was year before, year before last, where we beat Milwaukee. You know what I mean, yeah, so, I mean every, everybody's beating Milwaukee. What do y'all think about the Rockets? Uh, what do y'all feel about them now? I promise we're getting they to the Celtics and the Pels, but we're, let's talk about the Rockets out. real quick. 
I don't know what to say about the Rockets. I mean, that that's Steven's other team, I guess. His, his no, team I, right I, now. I wanted to see them do well. I wanted to see them do well just because they didn't have a big man. I just wanted to see how far they could go. And if they managed to win it without one, it would it would completely destroy the league in general. Like every big man would have to be cut like on the spot because you're all useless if you couldn't you couldn't win against the Rockets. But um, no, I, I don't I don't really know where they go. The Rockets here. I don't. I don't really know where they go from here. Like, I don't. I don't think they can actually get any better at this point. Like, they they mortgaged a lot just to get to the team that they have, and they they can't put it together. And you have to. You have to. People were already questioning Harden's, um, you know, playoff lapses anyway. But like now, you really got to look at it and be like, dude, like, do you, do you even care? Like, do you do you want to win? Do you not want to win? Because like, it seems like you don't care out there. So I don't. They're. They're they're in a they're in an icky spot and is didn't didn't is is Maury still there? I know that I know that Dan Tony's gone. Is yeah, Maury? Maury Maury is still there. Yeah. Okay, so they're they're still probably gonna try the analytics. <laughs> analytics. What do you think? Man? Threes and that play D. Um, I don't. Again, I'm with him. I don't know where they go from here. Like you're gonna keep playing small ball. Who like who who are they gonna bring in next? I don't think they should have got rid of CP3. Steve yeah, McGrady, he did a hell of a job in Oklahoma, you know. Uh, but that's, that's hindsight. That's hindsight, though. I mean, like the, the dude, if, if he doesn't, if he doesn't get that pulled hamstring again against the Warriors, they 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 probably beat him. I mean, like it's it's so weird. Like if if Chris Paul doesn't get hurt, they they probably win that and probably go on and win. Yeah, the I would probably like, say yeah. Like just just think about how close they really were. Like that. I mean, like it's not it's not like they're. You know, like they're way off course with that. Like they, they, they legit could be like, look, like we were a pulled hamstring away from winning the finals here, and we probably should have beaten them the year before. So like, they're I mean, they're not. That- do you feel like a trade for Russell Westbrook for Chris Paul was is a is a good trade? Uh, at the time, even I, in that system. At the time, yeah, it was. I mean, you know, the dude, Chris Paul was getting old. He was injured. Westbrook is is while he's completely inefficient. I, I think they did. They did what they could to to space the floor for him and make him as efficient as they could. I mean, I thought that would be a good system for Russ, but he he just he didn't look good in the bubble, and I don't know if that's because of the time off and, and his injury or or what it was. But I I thought he'd be better. I thought he would dominate whatever second unit that they wanted to have because he would have all the spacing in the world and to do with that with that speed and that finishing ability uh, going to the paint and there's no big man down there. I mean. I, I thought he dominated, and that's, I think that's probably what they thought would happen too. But it didn't work out. Uh, if you didn't have anything to add, I did want to ask one more tiny little thing before we moved on to your team and the Pelicans. Okay, go for it. Well, I just want to ask about the Nuggets. Do we think that we're, the Nuggets were legitimately good, or were they just bubble good? What do y'all think about the Nuggets? I'll start with you, Cuff. Uh. I think they were bubble good, and mm. it. I mean, they were their solid team, but I mean, they they came back three one twice. Yeah, came back from three one twice. I mean, no crowd, no nothing. It's just them leaving it all on the floor. I mean, they were bubble good, and I mean, I feel like that pressure. Like you're not gonna go. I don't feel like they were good that good of a road team in general. Like, you're not gonna go with somebody else. I mean, coming back three one twice is a difficult task. I mean, hell, it's a difficult task to do it once. Solid team, though. Great young core. They're gonna be good for a long time. 
but I mean, I think that's just that's what it is. It's silly. The bubble made them a very good team and a hard team to beat because they were gritty. I think okay. I think I think it all depends on Jamal Murray. I mean, he's always been pretty good, but I I mean, did he? The, the question is, did did Jamal Murray take a, actually take a big step? Because um, if he has, then yeah, like they'll they'll probably be back in that that spot um, next year. But because I, I don't I don't. With maybe with the exception of the Warriors coming back, but they're kind of they're kind of aging. I don't see anybody else kind of coming out of the West. Like they're all the stars in the West are kind of getting old, and it seems like it's kind of shifting towards the East now. Mm. But um, I don't know. He's he's been he's been outstanding, but I don't I don't know if he's going to be able to maintain that. But if he does, he'll be there. If not, then they'll be the old Denver Nuggets that we know and love. Well, speaking of the shifting to the East, I think now is a great time to get into the Boston Celtics. Uh, Kuh, what happened, like man? Kuh, what happened, me. man? Oh, man. So much. So much to unfold. <laughs> it was the rest. Tell me your excuses. Let me Go. tell you. Tony Brothers. <laughs> oh, I God. You're Tony blaming Brothers. the refs? I hate, I hate every game he officiates. I think we, we won like, we're like one in six when he officiates games for us in the playoffs. Hell, he, and he, a lot of those calls, I mean, we did. I think we got a lot of calls that kind of slipped away too from the, from the couple of L2M reports I read. But still, we got with Like, it was momentum changes. They were shooting free throws after free throws. And that whole series, of course, I mean, we let our fall off the gas a lot. I feel like Brad got our coached in some, some situations because we were always, we would always have a horrible third quarter. Like, they would come out and make adjustments and we weren't prepared for it. And I hated it. And it was like, we if we won the third quarter, we did good in the game most of the time. But in those third quarters were always a tough one for me to watch. I mean, Tatum's only 22, you know? Wait, 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 wait. He's only 22? He's only 22. He's only 22. He likes I don't to say it enough. He likes to he take likes all to take 22 off. footers. Hey, hey, that's Mr. Tatum when you speak about it, okay? That's, that's a mister to you. What I mean, he's... he's, he's He's the goat. Um, this year just wasn't our year, you know. It it Four. came Four. down, and I, I put it on me. I switched up my pregame ritual, and I think that was a problem <laughs> with with that, especially that last game. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't. I didn't have everything I needed for my ritual. So, um, so were you? you kind of just went with it. Switch hats in, in the second, you know. So do you do you need to be on your knees for Tatum longer or shorter? Uh, it depends on the day. Okay. Cut. You mentioned Cut. You mentioned Brad getting out coached. Is your confidence in it? How, how long has Brad been the coach, and have you lost any confidence in him going forward? It's been the last four years he's been a coach. Yeah, something like that. I haven't lost confidence in him. He's a great guy. <laughs> I just I can I can only imagine him doing so much. I don't see him yelling yelling at these players like. When when they were talking about a scuffle in the locker room, I can only imagine Brad being there, like, "Oh, whoa, guys, whoa there!" <laughs> hey, everybody, oh, hey, hey, let's hey. calm it down a little bit, all right? We're we're, we're up here. A little rowdy here. We need you down here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Just let's let's bring it on. Let's just bring it all again. So basically, okay. Mr. Mackey from uh, South Park. Huh? I don't. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, before, get to, before we get to Steven, what do you think? Uh, what do you think is the next step for y'all? What do y'all think y'all got to fix? 
oh, we we just we need a consistent big. We need Kimba Walker to be Kimba Walker. Uh, I don't think he was a hundred percent. Jalen Brown made a hell of a leap this year. Very reliable guy. We need depth. I'd like to shift some of these rookies we got and get some, you know, a couple older players like like the guys that we lost this past offseason, you know, we, we lost a lot of our depth. And a lot of these rookies they did they came in and did what they had to do. How I hated Brad Tatum Stevens need? rotations. Huh? How much help does Tatum need? Sheesh. Oh, Tatum just needs to get paid. Once, once he gets he'll, he'll be fine. Did you see? You saw what the money did for Jalen Brown, right? Once he got this for you, it was golden. Now, once once they come to agree to with Tatum, they'll, they'll be unstoppable. We'll be back again in the Eastern Conference Finals, and then we're going to go to the Finals. We're going to do great things, enormous things, so many great things that no one else has ever done before in the history of basketball. I mean, LeBron's on the East. Kawhi's not on the East. You didn't have to go through Giannis. Yeah. I mean, Tatum, Tatum is in the East. I mean, this Steven, even. I don't care about nothing. Steven, what are you? both of them before. I don't. There's not, he, and he's only 22. Okay? <laughs> You're right. He's don't, only getting older. Don't, don't, don't put LeBron in, the, in, in a sentence with Tatum because LeBron only wished that he was that good when he was that young. Okay. Next question. Steven, how do you feel about Cuz Celtics? Are you think that he's blowing gas? He's blowing hot air, or what do you think? He's blowing. He's blowing a lot of hot air. Um, but I, mean, I, I gotta. I gotta hand it to Brad Stevens. His, his, his teams are always consistent. They always know how to get to the Eastern Conference Finals, and then just completely check out. And they let whoever they're up against go to the finals, whether it's Toronto, whether it's LeBron, whether it's Miami Heat team with almost nobody on it. They um. They do a good job. They they know when their time is up. Well, we're not, we're not <laughs> well, sitting Peter. here and act like, what is that, that guy? What is his name? That that shooter. I can't even think of his name, but I hate him. On what which team? Duncan. Duncan oh, Robinson. Duncan Robinson, okay. Duncan what about Duncan? Robinson. We don't act like he's shooting like freaking five or six from three. They had shooters. <laughs> well, it doesn't look like it in this series. I don't even I don't even know who those names are in this series. Exactly. I guess they're just nervous. I mean it I mean they they've they've got where they wanted to go, I guess. Like the ceiling is the roof for them. So Steven, uh, do you think that do you think the issues with the Celtics are cultural? Do you think it's coaching strictly? Do you think they have the right players? What do you think is their problem? No, I just I think that I think that when they were building their house, they they put the ceiling too low. They can't get any higher. That's that's their ceiling, and they don't know what to do. And probably losing the Eastern oh, we Conference. Don't even, we don't we don't have a ceiling. <laughs> you don't even what? know what you're talking about. You don't even know what that house looks like. Okay? You just you just talking. Hey, is you that house built? Is that hey, house built on all build, the bricks from uh, Jason Tatum? <laughs> bricks from Jason Tatum. I'm sorry. Aren't you a Chicago Bulls fan? Hey, we're not talking about me. We're talking about your okay. Celtics. I just, hey, don't worry about them. Hey, There's we got no Billy Donovan now. We're, we're on the path. We're on the path now we're, to the promised land. We're going to be Kobe White is the guy, right? Yeah, man. He's going to be the face of Chicago. He's Zach Levine, Kobe White, Lori Markin. Our path is paved with gold. None of them could even hold Jason Tatum's shot. 
Okay. Hey, guess what? My team's won as many championships as your team has won in the past four years. So just throwing that out there. I mean, that's in the past four years. Okay, well let's let's do let's for you. twenty-five years. <laughs> you know, well, let's do all 30, the years. How about thirty how years? How many banners do you have? How many do you have? How about wait? How about thirty-five years? Are we? Are we not, I'm not even talking to you because you're not lawyer <laughs> to anybody. Like, I'm just you saying, just you go wherever. You just go wherever you feel. Like that's thirty-five years. I feel like this conversation is devolving into muckraking. I mean, because that's what he, he went from, you know. Well, he likes to talk about his 18 banners that he won 100,000 years ago. Uh, we won 17, sir. We're working on 18. I'm sorry. They did, they did win one in the past. They just years. wanted the Lakers. They wanted the Lakers to catch up. Uh, yeah, there's going to be a tie thing. It was supposed to be a, a Celtics-Lakers final. Yeah, but, you know, your team came up small once again. The refs. Well, speaking of, if we're if we're if we're done discussing the uh, Boston Celtics, uh, what? If we're done discussing the Boston Celtics, uh, are we ready to move on to Stevens' team with the the young uh, what team? Well, I wanted to ask Stephen what he thought about the coaching because oh, yeah, we did, they did just fire uh, Alvin Gentry. Uh, you know, I heard that Ty Lue was inter- he either interviewed with them or he's planning on interviewing them with yeah. them this week. Uh, what do you think, Stephen? What do you uh, wh- who do you hope we who do you hope that the Pelicans hire? And I how do you think Ty Lue? Yeah. I, I I really hope they end up with Ty Lue. I, I think I thought he was really good in Cleveland. Um, I, I thought he was really good with the X's and O's, and I thought he 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 could he could draw up a play and get you a bucket whenever you needed to. Um, and that's that's some of the things that I think they need. I think that was probably Alvin's weak spot. Alvin Gentry, former Pelican head coach, um, I, too many times they would call a timeout, try to stop the momentum of the team, and they would come out and it looked like they don't know what the fuck they're doing out there. Like they mm-hmm. like they didn't just draw a play up. Like I don't I don't know what's going on in that huddle. I think Tyler would be good for him. Um, respect, excuse me, respected leader. Um, he's obviously won a championship with Cleveland. He's got familiarity with David Griffin, but I, I don't. I think honestly that this is probably all just a just a ruse to make the Clippers go like, "Hey, you should sign me because otherwise I will go somewhere else." I, I think he's going to end up with the Clippers, but Tyloo would be my my dream spot. But they they've got more issues than than just Tyloo. They got to figure out if they want to get to the playoffs and make a run. Mm. Were you? Uh, I mean, this was kind of a you know an underwhelming. Even pre-pandemic, underwhelming season for Zion. He was injured for the start of it, and he, you know, he's he's a rookie. Uh, but what do you what are you looking forward to with him going in the near future? You just better developing more, or what do you think? Yeah, just to see him, just to see him play more often. I mean, it depends depends on who you ask. Um, you know, as, as a as a fan, you know, obviously you want your team to go as as far as they can, you know, be as best as they can. But I mean, it's been pretty apparent since since I went to that uh, little what they call a rookie orientation for season ticket holders like David Griffin made it very clear like they are they are not going to mortgage the future you know to to win now like they're 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 they have a plan in place for him they are not going to risk his health for you know to make the the playoffs as an eight seed okay we we got to see glimpses of him throughout the season he looks he looks really good. Um, he looks like he can dominate. Um, in terms of, you know, it's always talked about like his his weight. He's got to drop weight. I don't, I don't, 
I don't know about that. I don't know how much the guy weighs. I don't know what kind of diet he's on. That's for that's for him and the, the team to figure out, depending on what they want to do with him, where they want him to play. Um, all I know is that 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 fat kid that everybody talks about still averaged 26 points a game or 23, whatever it was. It was still bullying people out of the way. Mm. So he, he looks good. He was as advertised. They have a pretty damn good team around him. I think they need some more defense, obviously. I think that's their, their weak spot. Um, and most importantly, rim protection. Like they, we've always got killed by the Lakers just because we don't we don't really have a center. We're, we're playing with like six foot nine, uh, Jackson Hayes forwards, huh? Well, I, I I thought Jackson Hayes was the future center. Like, well, he's... I mean, he is. I mean, they, they Murray's so skinny. I, I don't know. It, it took yeah. Anthony. It took Anthony Davis a good while to kind of bulk up and be the big man that he is. Like, you just can't get that overnight. But yeah. Um, and he and plus he's only he's only one guy. Like we, we need some we need some depth. But um, Derek Derek Favors was was solid, but he's mm-hmm. kind of small. Doesn't really provide you a whole lot with anything on the offensive end. So they 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 need some help at at, at center. Um, and then they just got to develop the rest of their wing guys. But they're 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 in a really good position, um, regardless of what happens with the Lakers, because I know they own uh, a few picks from them and uh, the ability to swap first round picks. Or whatnot, but they're in a good shape going forward, and they'll they'll be all right. Do you think they're going to hold on to Drew, or are they finally going to move him for pieces? That's an interesting one. I don't, I don't know. I feel like if Drew came under them and was like, "Look, man, I'm I'm 30 years old. I want to go be on a winning team." They'd be like, "All right, cool. We'll find your spot." I think they'll do him right, but I don't. There's a lot of talk about him trade, but I don't. I don't necessarily know that he wants to go. I, I think he I think he likes it here. So, because yeah. I, I feel like if he wanted out, he would have he would have asked out when Anthony Davis asked out. Yeah. So, Co, what do you uh, how do you feel? I know you don't follow the Pelicans as thoroughly as Stephen does, but I mean, you know, being in Louisiana, you kind of are aware of their ups and downs. So, what do you think about the Pelicans going forward? And do you have any opinion on who you think they should hire? Uh, I feel like Tyler would be a good candidate. I know that was one person I was looking at. I mean, be be great. Uh, as far as the team itself, I, I was I mean, they did more than I expected them to do, even with Zion sitting out. I right now, knowing all that we know, you still taking Zion number one over Jaw? Yeah, because again, it's again, it's not it's not a it's not a one year thing. It's a it's a it's a long term process. So. It's a sprint, not a marathon. Or it's it's a marathon, yeah, not a but sprint. But I mean, it was just my thing with Zion is like he he did look gassed a lot, like especially late in stretches. I mean, they took him out a lot of the times, and maybe that was just Gentry trying to be safe with him. But I mean, there was times where I feel like he could have kept playing. And he probably was mad no, that he wasn't playing. They his he you know, his, a lot of his minutes restriction and and all that was was one very strict. Two, it, it came from way above Alvin Gentry's head. Alvin had no say in, in Zion's playtime, um, yeah. which I think, of course, you know, affected his ability to coach and make his rotations. Because you know, as soon as it hits a certain mark, Zion is you know out of the game. But uh, you know, again, to your question, I mean, that's that's a that's a ask me again in five years deal. Like, you know, they 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 didn't draft him for him to be good this year. And ju- and justify us drafting him based off of that one year, like mm. sir, Jaw Jaw's been good, but I mean we've we've always known that. Like it, it was always John Zion one and two, you know, 
would pick your pick your poison or pick your your preference of point guard or or uh, you know a freak like Zion. So, but no, I I still think they they're justified in taking him number one overall. I think over the next few years, I think he'll. He'll figure it out. He should. I, you know, I don't think he's got like Greg Oden syndrome where he's got bad knees and can't stay healthy. So um, they just got to get him right, develop him, get his jump shot down a little bit, maybe work on his handles. He'll be all right. All right. Well, I think that does it for the conversation. Uh, I'm really excited about. You know, I mentioned it earlier, Billy Donovan. I'm really hoping. You know, he. He he kind of did right by the OKC Thunder the OKC Thunder, so hopefully that transfers over. And uh I just had one final question for y'all. Uh well I guess two final questions. Uh, you know, we're expecting the Lakers to win the championship. Uh, you know, it's gonna be really interesting. Um are we prepared to live in a world with as Dwight Howard as an as a world champion? Is that is that did you all ever think that that was ever gonna happen? I, I guess. I mean, I, I think it's funny that JR is going to have two rings. Yeah, I know, right? Rondo is going to have another one. Yeah. JaVel is going to have three. JaVel McGee is going to have three championships. What right. Dion Dion Waiter. It's, it's so wild. Like, I just uh, remember Caruso. that whole chapter. Caruso, the Caruso. The, the Caruso. Yeah. I just remember that whole chapter, like, yeah, what was that, 2012? Yeah, <laughs> Would Dwight Howard stay D12? And it's just like, wow, it's, that's one of the craziest things about 2020 is that Dwight Howard is going to be back to the Lakers. Yeah, it's, it's wild. The uh, Lakers and, are wrote him off. I'm like, yeah. Soft and all of that sort of stuff. Now he's back. And I guess – the last thing I wanted to ask was uh, just looking at the series so far. Is it a lock that LeBron is Finals MVP or Anthony Davis is going to clinch it? What do you think? Uh, I think it, I think it's fifty five forty five AD right now, but I don't I don't know because again it, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a it's a media award. So I mean, yeah, it, it, it's it's going to be it's going to come down these last two games and who who makes a who makes the moment. But at the same time, like it. They're on the same team. They just want to win a ring, but like they're, it's. I feel like it's a lot easier for Anthony Davis to do his job in the series than it ever has been because they don't. They don't have. And they don't have a big. Bam. Yeah. Bam's hurt, but even when he was there, he's only he's only like what six nine, six ten max. Like he's not. He's not big. Yeah, Bam. Bam was nothing against us. Like you know. Not I mean, he did have that block though. He's that one block. Okay. One God, block. y'all are such a buzzkill on that block. I thought that was incredible. You'll forget about it in two weeks when they're after they're eliminated and swept by the Lakers because it, it is completely irrelevant. Yeah, about Wednesday when this tie drops, the Lakers are going to be getting crowned champs. Yeah, this will be going out like uh, game. This is game three tonight, and then game four is Tuesday, I think. So yeah, this will probably be going out if it is a sweep. But you know, if if it turns into a longer, prolonged series, which neither one of us, none of us, are expecting, we might do a follow up. But who knows? Probably not. Uh, but yeah, this has been fun. Did anybody anybody have any parting words? Cud, did you want to make a last ditch plea to put some respect on the Celtics name, or what? What are you gonna do? Jason Tatum is a top five player. <laughs> he's great. And they say you ain't Celtics got jokes. Gonna go Cud. all the way. Hey, he's a top five player in his division. That's about it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, we're not talking to you right now. 
I got what's saying. This is my part in words. Thank you, sir. You have your turn. Can you turn his mic off? You're doing a horrible job of facilitating. Is, is his is uh, his number zero for the number of rings he's going to end up with? <laughs> or is that or is it's, that, it's is zero that for the number the number of fucks that he's going to give when he takes your favorite player's ankles? Okay, he's only 22. Give him give him another year. You know, I can't wait till we. I can't wait till we move on to. He's only 23. He's only 24. He's only 25. Like, I can't wait for those. Years ago. I mean, hey. Again, like I was saying, <laughs> Boston on me, Boston on three, okay? We're going to go <laughs> all the way next year. Let Le- LeBron the- and them have their little glory. <laughs> I wish y'all could see Steven's face right now. <laughs> we're going to make some off-season moves. They're going to be great moves, okay? We're going to go get a big man. You know, we we might might end up with Giannis. You never know. Okay. Then no, that would require you trade and move your picks, which you don't ever do. <laughs> which is why you've been stuck in the Eastern Conference Finals for the past eternity. More picks. Give me more picks. Yeah, more Steve, picks. Just do you have any parting words? Do you have any parting words, Steve? Anything you're looking forward to next season, which should start in... January or February, I guess? Uh, January at the earliest. I mean, I'm looking forward to Boston losing in the Eastern Conference Finals in four, five, oh, six, or seven again. Yeah. We need to change that damn group chat name to Celtics Hate Group because that's that's all I got. I don't hate the Celtics. I just I couldn't tell. I just love jokes. I like making I jokes. Yeah, your team is a joke. It is a joke, but, you know, we're, we're making moves, hopefully, maybe, sort of. No, y'all ain't going anywhere either. I couldn't. I couldn't even talk trash to y'all in the group because I would play neither one of y'all teams. Both of y'all teams are sitting at home in the playoffs. Bulls, Bulls, world champions, twenty twenty five. I'm saying it right now. I mean, look, you're <laughs> you not, heard it here first. You're people. not wrong, Cub, but I mean, at the end of the day, we all ended up in the same spot. I think that's the episode right. title right there. We all ended up in the same spot. We all ended up in the same. <laughs> all right, guys. I think that's gonna do it for us tonight. Thank you for doing this, Cub. Gonna have you on a future episode. I uh, wish yes, we could have done it. Not, yeah, I wish we could have done it in October, but it just didn't work out that way. But so maybe. Yeah, I remember yeah. my birthday is coming up. It is coming up. Happy early birthday. Look, cash app uh, aging of. <laughs> Damn it. All right, we, we're gonna plug it later. Don't worry about it. Yeah, just send me. I'll, I'll put the link in the episode notes. <laughs> uh, Steven, it's good talking to you, my brother. Uh, thank you for doing this both. I uh, hope you all have a great rest of your Sunday evening and. Hope you have a great Monday morning. Yeah, this will be dropping on Wednesday. Um, I really like doing this on Skype. I'm really glad that you finally talked me into doing it over Skype, Stephen, because this is definitely adds something to the to the conversation. It's it's really funny seeing reactions and shit. <laughs> I was just gonna say, you know, I I brought up the fact that you should do videos way earlier. You know? Yes, you did. That's, that is fair. That is fair. You did definitely mention it, but he's the one who finally got me. Him. Did you, you know did you listen to me because I'm white? Probably. Oh bullshit! Fuck you, Stephen. Hey, I'm just hey, I'm just I'm just asking the important question. No, no, that's not the case. What if I told you I identified as white? Did you would you look at me different now? Well, no. My question is, what do you identify as now? Because <laughs> most people don't know, apparently. <laughs> Some them they're idiots. I'm a black man. You're hearing it here first. He's 100 black. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us. I'll catch y'all later. Bye.
Hey, Rachel. Camera, uh, <laughs> yikes. I told what you. What is that? Oh, that's a, that, that's a rag on your neck. What? What is no, that on your wait, neck? Look at you. you oh, I a, beat her up. It's a heat patch because I am You beat her up and she brought you food? Yeah. Man. Winning. That's winning right there. You got that shit on lock. Right. <laughs> I'm old now, and I spent the night at a hotel in Gulfport and had shitty pillows. And apparently, Gulfport. So now my neck hurts. So you're, you're you're not old. I mean, you're younger than me, and I'm 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 a young buck right now. Yeah. Well, it was good talking to you, Rachel. I miss you. Miss y'all too. Please cut this out of the final edit. Oh, I'll tack it on there. That's <laughs> right. It's only audio. Honorable mention. Yeah, she's gonna get tagged when the pie releases. <laughs> I should have asked her a question. No, we're good.